today is one of those days where I have so many things that I want to tell you that I'm just going to have to narrow it down. But I do want to talk about the ceasefire negotiations that are underway literally as I speak. They're happening right now. I'm coming today on many levels to ask for your prayer, for your prayers that those negotiations go well, and for all of my friends and all of the doctors and patients and refugees that are currently at Nasser Hospital, that hospital where so many of my friends are right now, has been surrounded by the military with tanks. They've shot and killed people that are coming out. And it is a terrifying moment for all of them where they are literally wondering if they're going to survive the day. Let me unpack and explain it. There's a lot to talk about. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. Right now, for those of us who've come to know and love Gaza and the Palestinians that are there, uh, all of us at this moment are on pins and needles because the Israeli military has surrounded the Nasser Hospital. As you may know, they have destroyed almost every hospital in Gaza. They're all out of commission with the exception really of Nasser Hospital and a few others that are now just more like urgent care centers. They, they lack all of the basic necessities to be a functioning hospital. But Nasser Hospital was still doing their very best to stay online and to continue doing the work. And Israel has surrounded the hospital. There are patients in critical condition that are being cared for there. There are journalists that are there. There are brave doctors and nurses. If you saw that courageous uh, a doctor who, a woman who ran to save a patient outside, ran with the, th the, the threat of being assassinated because Israel's literally shooting and killing anybody that leaves the hospital. And so it's just a terrifying moment. And in any other situation, if any other group of people surrounded a hospital full of doctors and patients and journalists, and shot and killed who came out, any other situation, we'd call that terrorism. But because it's white people doing it to brown people, it's not called terrorism. But it's exactly what it is. And Israelis can dispute them being white all they want. They are mainly Europeans, okay? Let's, let's just be completely honest about it. And it's why they've literally banned um, DNA tests in Israel because they know it comes back that they're from Europe. They're Europeans. I mean, this is, there are many articles written about this, but it's terrorism. Taking over a hospital, surrounding it with tanks and shooting today. You should, you should see this on social media. Israel sent, they had a, a Palestinian hostage that they had taken a, a Palestinian young man that Israel had taken hostage He's dressed in like prison garb and they send him into the Al Nasser hospital to tell everybody they have to evacuate. And when that young man leaves the hospital, they shoot and kill him. You see him alive there begging people to leave and he's in prison garb. He looks humiliated. 
And then once he leaves, you see him right there, shot and killed, dead, in a body bag. It's like, what are we talking about? This is nothing but terrorism. And it's why, and this leads me to my, you know, my second you know, big point, it's why I'm begging you to not just pray for everyone at Nassar Hospital, but pray for these ceasefire negotiations. The Palestinian leadership sent back their response. There were four nations that really negotiated terms of a ceasefire, and Palestinian leadership responded, I think, with an extremely reasonable response uh, that they documented in three phases that I, I thought was very achievable. Now it's going to be that job, it's going to be the job, rather, of that group of nations to now integrate the Palestinian demands into the proposal and see if everyone can accept it and we can have some kind of meaningful ceasefire. Uh, I'm, I'm desperate here for it to happen. Some of my dearest friends literally have told me goodbye yesterday and today. It's like goodbyes and I don't know if I'm going to make it through the day. And, and they mean it. And I'm, I'm terrified for them. So please, on this podcast, I mean, we're nearing a thousand episodes. I've never really been on here asking for prayer, but I'm asking because I don't know what else to do. We, we need those nations to agree on a ceasefire. I'll be right back here. Well, actually, I'll go ahead and tell you first. I'm, I was going to say I'll be right back here tomorrow, but uh, early tomorrow morning, I'm having yet another surgery on my neck. And uh, as you know, I have just extreme pain from injuries to my spine in my neck and back that I've had for, for most for my entire adult life. And um, but the pain has gotten unbearable. And so I go in tomorrow for a procedure and um, I think I can come back not tomorrow, but the next day. But uh, I'll, I'll be back here as soon as I can. All right. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.